Welcome to Oh No, Ross and Carrie, the show where we don't just report on fringe science, spirituality, and claims of the paranormal, but take part ourselves. Yep, when they make the claims, we show up so you don't have to. I'm Ross Blotcher. I'm Carrie Poppy. And welcome back for part two of our anti-vaccine rally, where we are going to rail against the, the horrors and the deleterious nature of vaccines. They are very bad. We do not condone them. Never use them. Thank you and good night. Correct? That's correct? That's our stance? Let's see if we're convinced by these talks. Yeah, maybe at the end of this, I will get all the vaccines removed from my body. So we've gone on the long hike to Colorado Boulevard and back. <laughs> we've got our sage. What are we going to do? Let's let's sprinkle this for Mama Earth. Great. While she was having us do this, we were also talking to the guys behind the cameras and asking them, oh, what Where outlet are you, are you with? And they're like, oh, no, we were just hired to film this. <laughs> yeah, at first they're like, oh, we're with Larry. Like, oh, uh, Larry. <laughs> that means something to us. And then Larry comes up and I'm like, hey, Larry, what outlet are you from? And he's like, oh, no, I'm just like recording this for, for Wendy. Like, She's oh, going to put it on the website. Wendy. And they said, unfortunately, there's no media here. Yeah. Oh, shucks. Like, well, maybe you should have written a fucking better news release. And then you said, well, there is some media here. Yeah, once said that to you. Once yeah. we'd left earshot. So as she was dedicating this talk, she was reading these positive affirmations. So one of them was, I am declaring there is justice in the justice system. And then she said, I'm declaring that the liability immunity law that was passed is revoked. She also claimed total radical transformation happening within any corrupted system will also be revoked. I allow it to be knowing it is done and it is so. Repeat with me. And so it is. And, and so, so it is. And so it is. And then those of us who still had sage broke it up. Ross was like, I've been sageless for a long time. Oh, no, no. I still had a bunch of leaves. You had some behind your ear. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that's where I stored them. I was sprinkling like mad. Nice. Yeah, it's Honor good. Mama Earth. So then she brought up the first speaker, a woman named Brittany Cara. Brittany Cara, a lovely lady. Mother of three. She's a tall brunette, long brown ombre hair, maybe about 30. Mm -hmm. And she said <laughs> several full sentences that I fully agree with, but from a 180 degree different viewpoint. She said, okay, there's no issue more important than this one. Mm -hmm. Kids are being robbed of healthy childhoods. Mm -hmm. There are kids dying parents being lied to it's like i'm with you i'm with you i'm with you but i think we're talking about different things lied to on a disturbing level you know what i'm totally with you but uh -huh. i think you're saying <laughs> i think you're talking about uh, everybody else and uh, i'm thinking I'm about thinking you. you you specifically <laughs> yeah she was passionate she was a fierce speaker I, I would say the best speaker of the day just in terms of having a message being ready to belt it out but also she would say all of these clear applause lines yeah and she would stop and wait for the applause but mm -hmm. there's only like maybe 70 people there total, right. including like 15 kids. One doctor child. And everyone's. Yeah. Cup, 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 cup. Is this what you want? You hear like some isolated clap. And, uh -huh. Okay, I guess time to keep talking now. Uh -huh. <laughs> and when we do ask questions, what happens? We're called crazy, bad parents, anti-vaxxers, and lunatics. And what's really interesting is the word lunatic 100 years ago it meant someone who was crazy enough to think that we could travel to the moon. And today, we're seeing history repeat itself, aren't we? We're seeing the hate and the bullying and the discrimination and children getting kicked out of schools and doctor's offices, perfectly healthy kids being blamed for spreading diseases that they don't have in their body. It's impossible. And most of society has accepted it as a truth. So today we have to rise up and we have to take the power back as parents and we have to ask the tough questions, no matter what labels or discrimination is placed on us. Yeah, good speaker. This Seems is... sincere too. I don't think she's like making this stuff oh, up Oh, absolutely. Or she made a big claim. She said that this is the sickest generation in history. Yeah. Um. And the first generation that won't outlive their parents. I feel like I've heard that. Oh, okay. Elsewhere. Maybe that's true. I've definitely heard first generation that won't out 
earn their parents. Mm. I, I think it might be related to like poor eating habits or something like that. And just the fact that we've kind of extended people to their natural longevity. But maybe it's not true. At least saying that this is the sickest generation is bold claim of all yeah. history. Yeah. Hmm. What about before vaccines? Oh, right. And what about when one third of all children died right. regularly instead of 5% worldwide and 1% in the first world. Or on this continent when Native Americans lived here and everyone was just dying of tooth and decay. And like 90 plus percent of the population died from diseases that Europeans brought. Right. And if you didn't, you died of things like tooth decay because just bacteria was everywhere. This is no objectively not the sickest generation in history. Yeah, no. Stupid thing to say. So her three kids can't go to school in California now. Because and she's a taxpayer. She's been paying taxes her whole life. Oh, my goodness. Especially so, when she was five. So if you don't live in California, you may not know this. In California, there's now a law that you can't opt out of vaccinations if SB you want. SB 277. Yeah. They were talking want, about this a lot. If you want your kid to go to public school. She said also private, and I didn't know that that was the case. Yeah, uh, you can no longer claim a religious exemption. exemption. They took that away. Or a principal exemption either. You just you have to vaccinate your kid if you want them to go to school. Now, that doesn't mean your kid gets taken away by CPS. It just means your kid has to be homeschooled. Mm-hmm. So a lot um, of homeschoolers in this crowd. Yep. So her three kids are getting homeschooled. So she also said that aborted human DNA is in vaccines, which we had heard a couple times here. Yeah, was that was also, on the postcard. Yeah, it was on the postcard. It was in the nice little post-its I gave Drew. Mm -hmm. So that sounds bad. Aborted fetal cells. On the post-it, I think it said ingredients, aborted fetuses. Okay. So anyway, we looked this up and our- <laughs> You just think of this witch's brew. They're like, I have newt. <laughs> right. Which was apparently always referring to mustard seeds. I didn't know that until recently. Oh, delicious. Yeah. And oh, give me an aborted fetus. I'm going to stir it up and right. put it in this vaccine. So, okay. What? There's more to the story, Carrie? Yes. So our friends at sciencebasedmedicine.org wrote an article Great about site. this. So it turns out there is a grain of truth to this. There are two cell lines that have been used to develop vaccines, only two that are used at all. One was a fetus that was aborted in 1962. Oh my goodness. So that's, over 50 years ago, yeah. they created a stem cell line right. that's it's, been used ever since. Yep. Cell line WI38. Sounds like a really ethical, good use of those cells. Right. When you say ethical, I don't think you're even commenting on the abortion itself. You're saying after the abortion was completed and these cells existed. Yeah. Better than good use throwing them. them in the trash, use them for the next 50 plus years years to provide life-saving immunization. Right. And once those cells exist, you can continue replicating and using them yep. forever. Ad infinitum. Then there's another cell line, MRC5, that was derived from lung fibroblasts of a 14-week-old fetus in 1966. So again, 51 years old. That was in the UK. Good job, UK. According to science-based medicine, quote, these are currently the only fetal cell lines used to grow viruses for vaccines. Okay, so we've got some grossly misrepresented information there. Yep. From this rally. Okay, so then she asked this rhetorical question. Where we love those. <laughs> yeah, we do. Because who needs an answer when you have a question? Uh-huh. There was one right there. We have to ask the question, where is the study that shows the current CDC recommended schedule for infants and children is safe? Nowhere. It doesn't exist. Where are the double-blind placebo safety studies for vaccines? Where are they? Nowhere. They've never been done. Oh, yeah. I, I played that clip. I had taken a video of her saying that and other things, and I showed it to my sister. The doctor? The doctor. And my, my sister is so sweet. You know, she would never, like, kind of shout someone down or anything. She said, oh, well, uh, there's actually many, many studies that show exactly that. <laughs> She's talking back to the video. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, mama. <laughs> <laughs> Just in the nicest way, uh, saying like, oh, that no, that's that's completely wrong. <laughs> she sounds so sweet. Oh, she is. <laughs> What's your sister's first name? Jeanette. Je Jeanette. Dr. Jeanette Rylander. Hello, Jeanette. Does she listen to our show? Yeah, she does. Hello, Jeanette. Hey, Jeanette. This episode is dedicated to Jeanette. It was really fun to share some of this information with her that weekend when she was visiting. I bet, Jeanette. Hey. hey, 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 hey. Maybe she was genetically predisposed to be a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. And then she said, where are the double blind placebo studies on the safety of vaccines? What? Girl. Girl. 
Yeah, that Have was another one. Have you been paying attention one. at um, all? Well, actually, there's many of them. There's in lots fact, of those. With sample sizes in the millions, yeah. <laughs> not sample sizes of 12, like Andrew Wakefield's faked study that started this whole panic. Oh, she didn't say that. I said that. Yeah, Andrew Wakefield is Screw the that guy. worst person. Now, that's a person who just straight up lied. Like, Screw that guy. Bad dude. Yeah, yeah. We'll tell you about that later. Anyway, so she says, take your power back. Take your power back. And then she asks us all to chant, Parents have the power. Mm-hmm. Parents have, have the, the power. power. And we did. So join me. Let's be as loud and clear as we can with our intention. I want Dr. Pan in Sacramento to hear us. I want Merck and Monsanto and every corrupt politician in Washington to hear us as we chant. Parents have the power. Join me, everybody. Parents have the power. Parents have the power. One more time. Parents have the power. Let me hear you. Parents have the power. Parents have the power. Thank you very much. God bless. Thank you for being here. Oh, and boy, at this point, the sun was high. I was getting burned. Oh, my goodness. But I had moved to a little bench on the side where I could watch, but also watch the fountain where the seagulls kept coming to land. Mm -hmm. Oh, that was good. So Wendy Silvers comes back. She's already spoken quite a bit. She probably just introduced the next speaker and then sat down, right? You know... That's one way to do things. (laughs) But another way is to talk at length. At every available opportunity. Right. And repeat things that have already been said. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's what she did between every single speaker? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why not? Let me give another little mini speech. Yeah. So So she she says, well, this is good. She said, doctors usually aren't bad people. Oh, yeah. They're well-intentioned, but misinformed. Right. I love that. (laughs) Oh, they're misinformed, all of these hundreds of thousands of doctors. Right. Not you, though. You understand what's really going on with bodies. You have the internet. Can you imagine if this was even a thing, like you were really harming children by putting vaccines in them, how activated doctors would be to talk people out of using them? There's no incentive there. No incentive. I'm sorry. Continue. No, that's all right. Oh, yeah. She also told us never to give a child Tylenol. All right. Why would doctors give their own children vaccines? Because they're uninformed. Continue. Okay, so our next speaker is Shanna Cartmel. A blonde lady in a white shirt and pink jeans. Yes, with uh, shoulder-length sort of Farrah Fawcett hair. I will call her the most annoying lady oh, okay. in the lineup. Most she- annoying person. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to differentiate between men's speakers and women's speakers. Because she was more annoying than both. Correct. <laughs> she was a naturopathic educator. Hmm. First, she led with a personal story, posting online and parenting groups. Right. Clearly, she had been kicked out of many online groups. Then you realize very quickly why. Because she is anti-GMO, anti-chemtrail, anti, of course, vaccines. Well, she literally said that she was in holistic groups. She got kicked out of some holistic groups for being like too crunchy. Yeah. You've got to be working hard to do that. Yeah, you could just tell that she had been spamming everybody with just tons of messages. And, you know, you try to educate them and you send them these things and then they argue back with you and like I didn't get support from other people even like people who agreed with me they'd be very quiet and you just imagine all these other people on these forums going oh you're making us look bad yeah oh yeah she said that there were times that people would ask things like oh my doctor said to give my kid ibuprofen and Tylenol together they don't remember what the actual medicines were but something that a doctor had approved Tylenol yeah and, and she said, oh, never give them time." And then she was like, oh, never do that. You know, like jumps on this person's comment and says, don't take your doctor's advice. And it sounds like the person was like, listen, lady, I asked for advice given what my doctor has already said. Give me advice about how to get my kid to take it. Right. Not shoot down my doctor. I've already decided to take my doctor's advice. Right. Yeah. Right. And I think we've all run into these people online where you're like, Hey, can anyone help me? I'm trying to figure out how to make this vegetarian sausage. And then someone's Mm -hmm. like, well, you know, you shouldn't be a vegetarian. And here are 12 links. This is not my question. Right. You know, that just try to like turn the conversation around. So she's that person. She's that person. Oh, she also told us that she was given a voice that is loud and annoying, but she'll (laughs) keep using it. That is true. I didn't find her voice loud and annoying, though. Oh, not her voice itself. Just her speech. Right. The (laughs) things that come out of her face. (laughs) 
Okay, so our next speaker was Michelle Rooney, a holistic nutritionist and mother. Oh, yes. So wavy-haired, woman of color, ombre brown hair. A lot of ombre hair here. Okay, yeah, kind of light at the ends. Yeah. Wearing a floral print blouse. Yep. So she's been privy to a lot of medical histories, Ross. Has she now? She's seen a lot of medical histories, so she can tell you about a lot of medical mm, stuff. Right. Because she's seen them all. Boy, mm-hmm. does she see them. She and, reads them, and she's near them, and she sees them. And just one would be tragic, but she's seen so many. She's seen so many histories. She doesn't even need to tell us about them because mm-hmm. she's seen them. Yeah, so she says she keeps seeing kids displaying autism after vaccines is basically like what she's implying. This is another catch-all. They'll point to people diagnosed as autistic And then kind of just assume that all of them are, you know, it's a spectrum disorder. Right. They'll talk about this and treat this like all people with autism are unresponsive. People who have to be taking care of children for the rest of their lives. Mm -hmm. And that's not the case. Right. As many of our listeners with autism have pointed out, autistic people occupy every area of society and contribute greatly. The anti-vaccine arguments act as though autism is somehow a fate worse than death, which is not only factually wrong and insulting uh, and distracts from a real understanding of the cause of autism, but is also ableist nonsense. That narrative of my child was taken away from me has also been used to justify some really awful violence towards autistic family members. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, really awful stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So she told us if you're planning to get pregnant, get your silver fillings removed before you get pregnant. Yes. Right. No. And in fact, you are more likely to have mercury released into your system, removing them than leaving them in. Ah, right. But even that, it's not even. Oh, no, it's not a concern. No, not at all. Ultrasounds are bad. So research those before you get them. Oh, goodness. (laughs) Nurse your babies as long as they will accept your breast. So if your kid will do it till he's 10, do it till he's 10. Yeah. (laughs) Great. Read all the vaccine inserts, obviously. But most importantly, Honor mother's instinct. And we heard this a lot. Yeah. Oh, definitely. A lot about mama's instinct. Also, admonishments to read the inserts. And it's weird. You get this mixed message where they're saying some vaccines are okay, or they'll say, oh, I vaccinate my kids, but there's this selection process going on. I want to be able to look through every single one and kind of veto certain ones. I feel like you would get so many different answers if you asked everyone specifically, okay, which vaccines should I give to my child? Yeah. I mean, which, you know, there's some fairness to that everyone's got their own opinions i don't feel there was a unified message there yeah no for sure other than do your own research and trust yourself more than a medical professional there are definitely some people there i feel like most people there are just like don't get vaccines at all but then some people were saying do it rarely or do it on this delayed schedule Mm -hmm. make sure you only get one vaccine at a time (laughs) so then we got to karen seva the musician who is a yogimi she's gonna sing the world away She's, Sing the world awake. She's dressed in a very similar outfit to that gentleman who was the warrior monk. She is the uh, yeah. warrior priestess, Yeah, I guess. Loose flowing gowns that you couldn't describe as like pants or a shirt, just kind of these things wrapped around her. That's funny. I wrote fashionable burlap sack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but I mean, I mean, truly fashionable, like yeah, a no, she couple looked, hundred dollar burlap sack. She looked good. Yeah, right. Very fancy burlap sack. Yeah, so she was going to sing a song, and she called up all the children to join her, Mm -hmm. and it took the children a really long time to get up there. They were like kind of resisting at first, like, oh, come on. Well, I know we all have children inside of us, you know, Uh, some of us have an inner child. Yes, yes. When she couldn't get any outer children. I thought for sure you were going to go up there. Oh, really? Yeah. I was like, oh, here we go. Uh, You know, I was tempted, but I did not. Okay. But eventually, some children did come up to join her. So there was a kid who walked up who had a shirt on. The kid was probably like, I'm going to guess eight. He had a shirt that said, vaccines harm, bro. And another kid with a shirt that said, vaccine free and healthy as can be. I'm sure you got that shirt for yourself. So when all the kids came up, she had them sing this song. It was very repetitive. So do what I do. (laughs) 
and so that went over and, and over. They always have kids do arm motions along with it. So it's like reach out in front of you, reach mm-hmm. out above you, reach out to the side, back to in front of you. And then every now and then she'd introduce some new line. Then she'd say, okay, now here's the new hand gesture. Follow me along to bring heaven on earth yeah and she'd repeat that many more times and then she'd go back to the kukuma which was kind of like if you imagine you have two sock puppets on your hands oh right and you're lifting them up above your head and so these or uh, a shadow puppet for a duck <laughs> yeah uh-huh. it's, and it's kind of squawking along kukuma 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 kuku so they did this for a and long then, uh, time and then there was a little refrain sing the world awake mm-hmm. sing, sing the, the world, world awake. awake yeah and the older kids were like oh God, what did I get myself involved in? But the little kids were into it. Yeah. Which yeah. is like always the case, right? When they're done, she gave like a little address. And oh, and she said, we just did micro yoga by doing <laughs> this dance. We activated all our chakras. That's right. <laughs> oh, how convenient. And she had us extend our hands toward the children to send out positive oh, yeah, energy. Oh, a little blessing. That was sweet. So we all did that. So as she leaves, Wendy <laughs> comes it. up and she asks, so tell me, what does that mean? What, what does, does Kukuma, Kukuma mean? mean? And so the, the woman runs. <laughs> back up well that's that's, that's a funny re- story really funny that you would ask that because it it, it doesn't mean anything it's a nonsense <laughs> but 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 it was recorded like children had been asked to resonate with the plants with a plant energy and that just came out they just said kukuma, kukuma. yeah i personally communicate with plants and so i'm able to get the kids to communicate with plants as well <laughs> And the plants gave us this word. And I'm like, okay, I'm Googling Kakuma. And I look it up. And guess what, Ross? No, you found like some region or something. Yeah, Kakuma's a city in Kenya. It's where a big, I think it was a UN base. It's like, it, it's like clearly. The way you searched for it wasn't the way I would have spelled it. When I oh. Googled Kukuma, K-U-K-U-M-A, I, I did see like there's definitions, speak fearlessly discuss important matters ah and another link says as well at once already which all would have been really good oh sure to what she was singing but yeah yeah, she's like no it's it's plant language (laughs) well whichever one it is whether it's speak fearlessly or a city in kenya clearly this could have just been somewhere in the back of your mind and you forgot that it was a word you knew instead of plants giving it to you (laughs) (laughs) oh my goodness Anyway, I forgot to mention Karen Seva, just to give you a picture of her. She's a tall woman. She's like 5'8", I would guess, Caucasian, cascading curly brown hair. Yeah, pretty lady. Very lithe, very pretty. Okay, so next was Stephanie Dawn. I think she got the biggest applause of the day when she told mothers that they have the power, and everyone kind of got together at that moment. Like, yeah, you know, we will clap for we one of these lines. We do have the power. I never thought of that. And she told us of a very useful strategy called... Carefrontation. Carefrontation. <laughs> easy to say, easy to do. <laughs> I kind of like it, actually. Yeah. But it's also kind of obnoxious. <laughs> sure. Caringly confront people. So she's a practitioner at Agape Center, and I've heard of Agape Center a few times. And that's how she and Wendy had met. They uh, were buddies at Agape. Yeah. Interesting. So she's 52 years old. She has curly blonde hair. Mm-hmm. She's wearing these turquoise Indian tunics. Yeah. So she said her kids are unvaxxed, and she... oh boy so she believes she got mercury poisoning in the 70s in canada from a medicine and she just intuitively knew from that not to give her kids vaccines cool all right anyway yeah then she told us about carefrontation which is the courage to care enough to know to confront someone okay all right well you know in certain situations that would be appropriate when you are carrying bad information and caring for people with that that's annoying she also talked a lot about the rise of the feminine but also said that she wants to recognize the papas and talked about how the masculine supports the feminine yes the true nature of the masculine is to hold space for the feminine oh man there was so much going yes. on here and the- to take action not that the feminine cannot take action but in a different very forceful way you can just tell like she said one sentence and then was like oh that doesn't sound quite right i'm gonna fix that <laughs> with my next sentence oh that doesn't sound quite right either i'm gonna yep. fix that with my next there, sentence there was such this emphasis on you know women being women men, men being, being men, men. Mm. yeah it's really interesting how like in a way it was quite regressive that way it was yeah it's like oh we're well, going back to the 50s here okay. yeah oh. actually my most annoying speaker 
speaker is our next speaker who was a dude. But yeah, because he was the most like that to me. Right. But complimenting the women so much that it's almost insulting. Yeah. It's but it's, it's I was insulted for women. Yeah, it's regressive in like progressive clothing. Right. It's so strange. Okay, so anyway, the next guy, Kiko Ellsworth, was actually the guy who had done the amazing chanting. Very attractive man, apparently an accomplished actor as well. We were told like he's been on Criminal Minds, Bad Boys, Dexter, CSI, Port Charles. He's been a voice actor for various commercials. All uh, right, Emmy Award winner. Yeah, and he's got like a book and he's a black belt. And wow. he, he runs this, I think, a women's defense nonprofit called Safe Passage. The guy is cool. very accomplished. All right. And he also passed out Sage to me. Oh, hey. They called him an artistic activist. He started out by saying, oh, well, self-defense is it's just a form of self-expression. You know, you're saying like, get off me, fool. <laughs> Sure. All right. Okay. I guess you can turn anything into a sentence. That's true. That's how he teaches his classes. You're just expressing yourself by kicking someone in the crotch. (laughs) And then he also coined his own term. He said that instinct is more wismatic than the brain. It's wismatic. He admitted that he just made that up. (laughs) And he said it doesn't have to make sense. Most of the time it won't, but it will never lead you astray. Oh, I doubt that. We should mention that this guy is a dad. He has a daughter named Zen. And um, he calls her his princess warrior. And his calling is to remind mothers of their power because mothers bring energetic beings in from other dimensions. Yes. Which reminds me world. of the Mormons. Yeah, that there's some well of souls or something. And we heard this from, I think, at least two speakers very much clearly saying that children choose their parents. Oh, okay. I think I might have missed that. There was a woman speaker who suggested that. That stood out to me, like saying that that child chooses the parent to be brought into the world by them. Huh. Yeah, this just got really metaphysical. Yeah, no kidding. So he said, I want to apologize for the ways men have mistreated women. Men are strong in some ways, but women are in other ways. Men are like a tidal wave. You know, they're just like crushing you. But women are like a smooth ocean and you need that balance. I was like, oh, come on, man. (laughs) I want to apologize for us men thousands of years for the mistreatment, for forgetting who you are, taking you for granted. And for belittling you and treating you like you're not important. And you could tell he wanted everyone to be like, yeah, and not a single clap. Everyone's just like, nah. Almost feels like one of those things where, you know, like, are you just trying to get laid? Oh, it absolutely (laughs) felt like that to me. Yeah. You're an accomplished, handsome man. You don't need to. You don't have to do this. Dark down. (laughs) (laughs) Also, like, what if I'm a tidal wave? What then? Right. Exactly. Yeah. He's spelling out these clearly masculine energies. Yeah, we're men. You know, we're forceful. But, you know, you can't make those smooth little round stones with tidal waves. You need that soft, you know, the woman energy, the the waves. (laughs) Which, by the way, shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I would have paid you money just to go up there and fight him. (laughs) Uh, also, this man, not once, I was paying such close attention, not once did he mention vaccines. Nope. Nope. Not once got off the stage without saying the word vaccine or shot one time. And you could tell all of this was extemporaneous because you would tell he had started a sentence and he'd be like, hmm, how am I going to finish this? Yeah. <laughs> The Earth Mama will lead me. So uh, back to his chanting style, he concluded his talk by saying, all right, repeat after me. I am amazing. I am unique. So we all do that. I can do anything. I can succeed. So we say that too. He says, you are amazing. You are unique. (laughs) Oh, no, we have to say it to him. He wants us to find people near us. yeah, to the person next to us. That's right. So there's a Hispanic woman to my right, and we both tell each other how amazing we are. And then we all say collectively, we are amazing. We are unique. We can do anything. We can succeed. And he's like, okay, now I'm done. So Wendy comes up and I'm so feeling like, okay, we're at the end, right? Because I think in the original advertisement for this event, I saw like four pictures of people. So I thought there'd be four speakers and we're already dragging on here. I'm thinking, okay, we've got to be done now. Wendy gets up and she's asking people where they're from. And I thought that was a little funny too, because she leads off with asking people, okay, who's from Los Angeles? Yeah, a little crowd work now. That's a catch-all term. So right. like, do I say yeah, I'm from Los Angeles? Yeah, are we in Los Angeles? I don't what, know, I'm from Burbank. And so some people raise their hands and she says, okay, well now who's from Riverside? No one raises their hands. Okay, who's from Oceanside? One person raises their hand. Ventura, there's two people who raise their hands. 
Inland Empire, one person raises their hand. It's too small of a crowd to play this game. Right. San Fernando Valley, and then two raise their hands. Oh, yeah, and then she's like, okay, you... You already raised your hand for LA. Well, we didn't know what you were going to say. Yeah. Also, for each of these little groups, she's like, okay, well, Inland Empire people, why don't you go over there? And she's like pointing in vague areas that aren't clear (laughs) as if we're all going to go. And there are one or two people. It makes no sense. And obviously, some of the people have come together. So it's like, oh, yeah, I'll go over there to talk to my friend Sally. Oh, so silly. But the whole point of this was because... We had to meet our tribe. This yes! was said over tribe. and over. Tribe. This is your tribe. And it was so funny because the first time it was said was like right after you leaned over to me and said like, oh, this feels so tribal. They started using the word tribe and multiple speakers used it. This is your tribe. You need to meet your tribe. Yeah. The first time it came up, I think, was because you were laying in the beamer. And afterward, I was like, that EMF thing is so crazy. It's so tribal. It's just like, oh, mm. since you're here and you're part of our tribe, we'll just buy that the EMF is good in this case, Uh, even though normally it's bad. We'll support you. Right. That is very interesting. But Carrie, I'm going to stop you right there because it's time for a Jumbotron. This one is from Darren to Amy. Hi, Amy. Welcome to my favorite podcast. Make sure you listen to the Seek episode and Teresa Caputo episode. Love you forever, Darren. Oh, that was nice. And while we're at it, check out this new show from Maximum Fun. Hello, Amita Patel. Hello, Sean David Johnson. What's going on? I think a friend of mine may have chronic pop culture deficiency syndrome. Oh, no. PCDS? What are the symptoms? Well, she doesn't know Wakanda from Westeros. Shameful. And she keeps confusing Aziz Ansari and Riz Ahmed. Oh, my gosh. So sad. Kind of racist, too. But what did you tell her to do? I told her to listen to our podcast, Inside Pop, of course. Fantastic idea. A weekly dose of Inside Pop will help anyone discover the best in TV, film, and music. Suffer from PCDS no more. Inside Pop has you covered every Wednesday on Max Fun. She introduced the next speaker. Yeah, so it turns out there's more. Eileen Kurlander, a wellness coach. Complimentary and alternative therapy leader, transformational healer, and counselor for over 20 years. Oh, wow. With a BS from the University of Wisconsin-Madison School of Human Ecology, trained in wide modalities, plus her own tune-up technique and energy therapies. Well, those certainly are words. She's helped thousands of families. And Wendy also introduced her by giving the worst URL ever, EileenKurlander.YouCanBookMe.Me. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> it's like, they can't be your site. And I think I spelled it right. I tried to go there. That is not a site. <laughs> but if you all want to find her, you can go to TuneUpsForAll.com. Oh, way better. Yeah. Yeah. Say that. <laughs> Dot you can book me dot me. (laughs) We should buy something there. I guess you probably don't even have to buy it. We should just get something there. Uh Oh, Oh, boy. (laughs) So the first thing she tells us is, how do you know if you have toxins in your body? You don't. Oh, yeah, but she's got a new kit coming that's going to be FDA approved. It's going to be cheap. And you can find out all of the bad toxins in your body. I can't wait because we need to get tested on this kit. Absolutely. It's going to be able to test for glyphosate. 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 Lin-Manuel Miranda. <laughs> Glyphosate. It will test you for Lin-Manuel Miranda. Oh, we'll I hope I'm positive. <laughs> I hope you are too. So this was one of my favorite claims of the whole day. Okay. Eileen met a girl. Oh, was, yes. She had been a great dancer. She'd come from Brazil to this country to dance. To dance. Just picture it. She was beautiful. She was wonderful. She was a great dancer. Graceful. But now... She was lethargic. She couldn't dance. She was tired all the time. Sounds like a teenager. Eileen asked her mother, did you give her the HPV vaccine? And her mother (laughs) broke down crying. Yes. They pressured me into it. I did. Well, Eileen did energy work. She worked on her DNA blueprint. She opened up the toxin pathways and Mm. freed up her lymph nodes in multiple sessions. After only four sessions... 
her daughter is back. The mother called her and said, thank you. I've got my daughter back. Ooh, clap, 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 clap. And I'm just thinking, okay. Why well, don't you do that with every single case? Why here? don't we give every single person the HPV vaccine in four energy sessions? Uh-huh. Great. Win-win. Yeah. She won't get HPV, which like 50% of women have. Yeah. That's insane. Perfect. I remember like having to read that five times. Like, I don't believe that. Uh-huh. That's crazy. Yeah. Also, GMOs are bad. Oh, yeah. That was thrown in as well. She also asked this question that really annoyed me. First, she asked everybody to raise their hands if they grew up in a healthy family. So many hands raised. That's right. And then she says, now show me with a raise of hands how many children you know who are sick and dying. This is not at all a before and after question or comparison. Those are totally different unrelated issues Uh because you could say, oh, well, when you were young, how many sick and dying children did you know? Yeah. Did you know any sick kids when you were young versus do you know any sick kids today? It was such a bait and switch. Like you're trying to make some point about the golden old days and when everything was good. You're making this really false comparison between these salad days of the past. Ooh, salad. And now the horrible present where we're all being poisoned. Anyways, that annoyed me. One of my friends died of cystic fibrosis when I was 13. It's very easy for me to point to a kid who died young in my childhood. Yeah. And I don't know any kids right now. She was stacking the deck so she would get exactly the response she wanted. Right, right. And yet I still raised my hand when she said, how many of you, you know, mostly knew healthy kids when you were young because I mostly knew healthy kids when I was young. Mm -hmm. And then Wendy came up and again, she's giving another text like, you've had so many opportunities to (laughs) talk, stop it. And it was just all this really rote, boring stuff. Oh, well, the reason we're so passionate is because of the wisdom and knowledge we've accrued. We have the information. Do people want it? Are they willing to listen? I'm just thinking like, why is she still talking? You didn't want to listen. No, I guess not. We should be done at this point. She didn't really bother me. No? No. Well, it was just that she used every period between all these speakers, and there were so many speakers. Yeah, I think, that makes sense. In I retrospect. think including her, there were like 10 speakers total. Yeah, there were a lot, and I was definitely getting burned. Also, I had planned that this meeting would be done like after an hour or something, and it's just still going. And there's so few people, and people are leaving. It's like, why are we prolonging this? Mm-hmm. So she invites up the because... next speaker. An extended schedule is better, as with vaccines. Uh, (laughs) So she brings up our next speaker, Travis Middleton. Travis Middleton is a legal researcher. Yeah, he's studying constitutional and criminal law under Michael H. Brown. He's been doing that since 1984. Here are some wiggle words. Researcher and studying. Uh Uh-huh. That could mean anything. And then it's unclear whether they're talking about him or (laughs) Michael H. Brown, who he's studying under. They said that one of them is a litigator in Minnesota with over 40 years of experience. Yeah. I'm guessing that's Michael H. Brown, who's not here. So anyway, first thing we get is a shout out to Andrew Wakefield. We can't forget that he's also a fifth degree black belt. So many black belts here. In American freestyle karate. So we got to tell you who Andrew Wakefield is. Yeah, he thinks a few names. I didn't recognize all of them, but Andrew Wakefield I did. Yeah, so Andrew Wakefield kind of started this whole mess. Yeah, he was a doctor. He's since been... British fellow. He's been dis... Barred? What's the word for... (laughs) He's had his medical license revoked. Right. He's been just doctored. He was the first person to claim a connection between the MMR vaccine and autism. Yeah, it was a study that he got published in The Lancet back in 1998 and a well-respected medical journal. And there were co-authors on it who then removed their names after all of this malfeasance came to light. But yeah, he had done a study on 12 people, which is a very small sample size. And the people were children at his kid's birthday party, as I recall. And it wasn't properly blinded. And it the turns out... The children were paid. I mean, it was just completely unethical. And... Yeah, and he'd been paid in advance. And so he had ulterior motives. Yeah, it was just all kinds of wrong and bad science and corrupt. And, and it's been disowned by the Lancet. Yeah. It's been disowned by... They formally retracted it. And yeah, he it's... lost his license. And he's been a hero to this crowd ever since. Any reputable medical body has said that is bad science done by a person with bad motives. Mm-hmm. But and... shout out to him. Yeah. And then he directed this movie, Vaxxed, that came out last year. So Travis tells us, you don't have to be a physician to know that formaldehyde is bad for you. There we go. Well, we've already addressed that. 
Yeah, he was all about, you know, let's get in and let's fight this on the legal front. And he referred to himself as a good person and a good man and, you know, fighting for good versus evil on multiple occasions. He was very confident about what a righteous person he was. And he said, we're going to bring the fight to them. And what you can do is you can sue these people for breach of oath. Right. Which seemed like the weakest thing possible. Like, oh, these people, when they were elected, they swore an oath to uphold the laws and protect their citizens. And so they are not protecting their citizens and you can sue them. And so all the people who pass SB 277, I have sued them and their spouses. And that's like 39 lawsuits. And people say that's too difficult and you shouldn't be so harsh. But I think it's harsh to force kids to get these vaccines. But the lawsuits have been thrown out. Because they're stupid. Yeah. (laughs) He also said... As a combat instructor, I'm not going to sit still for this stuff. There's so many calls, again, like to this sort of like machoism. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Silly. Yeah, and he was a buff looking guy and he's wearing his sunglasses. He looks like Joe Cool. So yeah, there's it was weird how much there was the feminine and the masculine. Right. Okay, so he gives some advice if Child Protective Service agents show up mm, to your home, right. don't let them in without a warrant. I mean, hey, that's, yeah. that's usually good advice. Step outside, if- train your smartphone on them. Right. Miranda eyes them. I mean, this is what you're usually advised to do if the cops show up anyway. Oh, yeah. He says, you don't have to go to law school to know your rights. Fair enough. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So he just kind of gives them some basic instructions. If you're not vaccinating your kids and you don't want to get in trouble for it. Uh, Okay. So our next speaker is Shafia Ursulik. Oh, there's more. Yeah, there's more. We're not done yet. This is our last one, Ross. Ugh. So Shafia- I'm burning out here. I know, right? Shafia is the parent, she says, of a vaccine-injured child. Oh, yeah. That was a phrase used by a few people. They said, oh, yeah, we don't want to even use autism. We just say vaccine-injured children. Yeah. She said there is an autism diagnosis, but I don't refer to use that term. So this woman is a tall, Caucasian, reddish-brown, wavy hair woman. She has a tie-dye dress on. She's got kind of John Lennon glasses. Imagine this lady (laughs) with glasses. Yes. Imagine- all the people giving talks. Her talk was the most rambling and I think had the fewest points. And I guess she seemed to be referring to having been in the Vaxxed documentary. She definitely recommended that doc. She knew Andrew Wakefield and she was talking about how people have thanked her and recognized her. And so I think I know who she was in the documentary. Oh, okay, cool. One of the parents. She mentions SB 277 again. They don't like that law. Yeah, yeah, they really want to get that down. Her whole deal was about contacting your legislators and letting them know that you demand that this be removed. Right. One of the interesting points she made that I wonder how much this is the case for the people there, she said that she's become more of a Republican than she was before. Oh, interesting. Yeah, she almost apologetically said, oh, yeah, and I used to be a, you know, Democrat. But, you know, since they're the ones who stood up for our rights not to vaccinate, Mm -hmm. liberals wouldn't stand up for our rights in that regard. Mm -hmm. But, you know, they believe in this sort of like autonomy of the family and... Now I've moved that direction, so that's interesting. So, Ross, you'll be glad to know she was the last speaker, but then Wendy gets up and she says, (laughs) she says, well, first of all, thank you to all the speakers. Second of all, did you all enter the raffle? Oh, yeah, and Carrie immediately like, what raffle? Where? How do I, how do, how do I, I get the raffle? I have to win the I, raffle. I want whatever it is they're giving away. Where do I go? <laughs> so so I, you ran off. I ran to find where I could enter the raffle. I was <laughs> tempted to write your name down on one of the slips of paper too, but someone was watching me like a hawk. Uh-huh. <sighs> anyway, got back. Wendy's still talking. She's talking about how she had her baby at home on a birthing ball, which I just picture as being a yoga ball. It was a birthing ball. That's a good question. Yeah. I don't know. Sounds gross. It was just so clear that she didn't want to let this moment go. Oh, so clear. Where she has a camera pointed at her. This is great. She's been waiting for this all year and she just won't stop talking. It got so repetitive. Just like all these little niceties she was throwing out. It's like, stop. But she had some choice quotes here. She said, vaccinating women should be a crime against humanity. Stop. Okay, what? That's not choice. <laughs> Your whole thing was supposed to be vaccine choice, right? Right. But now we should just be banning vaccines against women specifically. What? Yeah, yeah, that's a really good point. Yeah, no more choice. Not for the ladies. Oh yeah, she tried to get us to call our legislators, which like no one was doing. Oh yeah, right then and there. Yeah, and then she told us that the fear about Zika is a false flag. 
Stop. So that they can make a new Zika vaccine. You're making because they're it worse. intentionally drugging us for mind control or oh my, something. Ugh. Oh, Wendy. I think I tuned her now out at this point. I don't nuts. remember that. <laughs> wow. I mean, before I was with you. Stop. Anyway, you can buy her 21 day Ignite Your Inner Dolly Mama DVD Dolly Mama. for free from her website if you want to. We're not going to tell you her website. Yeah. <laughs> You're on and your own. I didn't win the raffle. Oh. A guy was wearing a shirt that said, fuck ISIS. Mm-hmm. Guy behind us. And then she said she was thankful for everyone here and on the live stream, made us breathe into our beings and be thankful. Drew out that moment way longer oh, than like, was stop, necessary. Stop. Let me go. Let me go. This is done. It's done, lady. Let it go. And it was over. Thank goodness. After three hours and 20 minutes burning in the sun, the whole time I was standing and right there in the target of the sun, and I was so red afterward. And I thought it was so ironic that all of us receive far more sun damage than anyone will ever be harmed by vaccines. Yeah, they say that vaccines cause leukemia, and I'm skeptical of that, but I do know the sun causes skin cancer. That's proven. I would bet a bunch of those people think that sunscreen causes skin cancer. Mm. Would not be surprised. I have a friend who just sent me a 200-page PDF about how urine is your own natural cure. Oh. And he puts his own urine on himself to go out in the sun. I've heard about this. I had not until that moment. Well, we have a little book about drinking your own urine. Are we going to have to do this at some point, Carrie? Drink our own urine or put it on ourselves? Both. (laughs) Probably. All right. I don't know why I asked. (laughs) Anyway. We love you, listeners. (laughs) You're in for a treat. (laughs) Oh. Oh, can you imagine the puns? Oh, yeah. I would be so happy. Ross is looking off in the distance. Yeah, I'm doing some NLP thing where I'm trying to (laughs) get more ideas. Oh, boy. That would be our number one episode. (laughs) Good one. Thank you. Well, Ross, let's crash through these ratings. Okay. Pseudoscience. Ten. Good, me too. Ten, great. You know, uh, another thing I looked up after this is just how many instances do you get of unvaccinated kids getting autism? Turns out that happens. Oh, sure. (laughs) Yeah, sure. I mean, you think that would be kind of a counterpoint. I mean, maybe they're just saying that it increases the the rates. Right. Yeah, I think we've thoroughly described why this is pseudoscientific. Ten, solid ten. Maxing out the pseudoscience. Danger. Ten. Ten. Me too. Yeah. Oh, man. Can you imagine? Yeah. What could be more dangerous? Nothing. This is such a dangerous, bad idea. Walking into lava. I don't God. know. <laughs> Ten. Ten. Oh, Great. Pocket trainer. <laughs> Your kid gets smallpox. Oh, goodness. Yeah. If you have to deal. All right. All right. I'll say eight. I don't yeah. know. Like For most people, it won't be a thing. But yeah, if you do actually get one of those diseases, yeah, well, then then you're dying. That's, you know, mm-hmm. or being scarred for life or. Yeah. The oh, thing is, as soon it's as. It's not worth it. It depends on how much herd immunity is around you, right? Like as long as most people are getting vaccinated, it probably won't be too bad. But yeah. as soon as there's these pockets of anti-vax communities and your risk goes up. You get then, measles outbreaks at Disney. Yep, then all of a sudden your pocket drainer value is pretty high. Yeah, I don't know what to say on the pocket drainer value. That's interesting. I'll just say eight. Well, I guess it's about as high as like your danger rating, right? Depending, do you have insurance that takes care of all of this? Oh, that's a good point. Okay, yeah. All right, I'll stick with you at eight. Good point on insurance. And on a creepiness factor... Mm, Where one is something not very creepy, but 10 is really, really creepy. Like a kid in a doctor's outfit because... Because of of a dead other doctor kid. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I mean, to be honest, that's not where this thing registers as the worst thing about it, right? Like, Mm -hmm. you know, OTO and stuff like that. Those are the things that are like really, really creepifying. So I'm going to give this like a seven. Okay. I'll say they're... Okay, on the creepy, except they also bring in all of these other kind of weird metaphysical things. So right. I, I'd say we got a fair amount of creep while we were there. I'll say yeah. middle of road, like five. But aborted uh, fetal cells, right? Logic. Oh yeah, and oh government mind control through six. Yeah, just bought yeah. them another point though. 
I'll give them this on optics. Uh-huh. They do have a case. Like I can see why intuitively this rings true to a lot of people because yeah, no child is happy when they get jabbed with a needle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they cry and you know, sometimes yeah, they will get a fever. There are other elements of a vaccine that can interact with your body negatively for a short time. You're right. Intuitively vaccines can feel creepy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, you're right on so, that. So so all right, back to a five. All right. <laughs> to give them points for kind of having sort of a rosy looking view of the world right. of everything being natural and wonderful and understand where they're coming from because that's like that's the job of the people who are pro-vaccine is to understand where the anti-vaxxers are coming from so we can talk to them right and w- what we all share is that we care about kids we uh-huh. care about people and, so, and adults I mean we all yeah, yeah it comes out of a well-meaning place but it ends up doing exactly the opposite right that's the, the sad thing I want to mention that there was a group called Women Thinking Free that did a study about the best ways to talk to people who are anti-vax in the most effective ways. Mm -hmm. And it was a really good little survey study that they did. They did it while I was working at the James Randi Educational Foundation and we helped fund it. Look it up if you're interested in like sort of the best communication methods for talking to people who are anti-vax. It's cool. That's awesome. Hot drinks? Oh, thumbs down. You got your Starbucks. I did, but they didn't have anything to do with it. Okay, thumbs Thumbs down. down. And yes, I was thoroughly burnt afterward. Yes. Hot so, sun, thumbs up. Danger rating for that talk <laughs> is uh, very Little high. Honor. Favorite moment? I really enjoyed sitting in that chair with the Beamer device and having the woman just telling me about all these wonderful, amazing benefits and just being impressed at the jargon she had learned just to impress me with. I think I liked hearing about how Zika is a false flag. False flags are always highly entertaining. That's always the moment where it's like, oh, wow, like we've taken this one step further. Oh, and chemtrails. Oh, yeah. Those came too. Good times. Was it? Nope. Yeah. But, you know, as not a parent, I think this wasn't, like you said, this hurt your heart. I don't think this hurt my heart to the degree that it hurt yours because gotcha. I'm not a parent. It was definitely troubling. Mm. But there's this sort of, I think, gut level that if you're a parent, this stuff, you know, really hurts. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. I think it was troubling to me. Hopefully those kids, though, will like go to school and, oh, will they be able to go to school? No, they'll be homeschooled say, oh, and they're just going to go to school and like learn the truth. But maybe they'll listen to podcasts. Hello. Hello. Get vaccinated. Well, that's it for our show. Our theme music is by Brian Keith Dalton. Our podcast is produced and co-edited by Mr. Ian Kramer. And we should mention that Ian is an expectant father, and he may be having a baby right around then. Congratulations, Ian and Haley. Papa and Mama. Now, I hope that they take their mama and papa's intuition and vaccinate that child. I know they will. And I hope they express their masculine and feminine energy in any way they want. they want. You can find us on facebook.com forward slash onrec, O-N-R-A-C. Find pictures of this event. And you can find us on Twitter at Ono Podcast. And you can also donate to us at MaximumFun.org forward slash donate. Yes, please. And thank you. Can't tell you how much we appreciate your support and all of your positive feedback. Yeah, man. And remember. It's like this. Let me tell you a little story real, real fast. It's kind of like the boys and men are kind of like... Let's say like a tidal wave. You know, we come in, we get all this power. Some of them like crash on that shore over there. Boom! Yeah, I moved everything around. I feel good. And then go back into the ocean. And then, you know, the feminine comes and she's like, shh, this the calm water. It's kind of like, smooth everything, integrates everything, makes sure everything's okay. Because look, the fact of the matter is, is that You can't lounge on the beach when the tidal wave is happening. And if you have too many tidal waves, you're not going to have no beach. It's going to destroy it because the energy is not balanced. The magic happens when there's a balance. Hold up. 
How many times has this happened to you? Oh man, if only I knew whether it was better to be too hot or too cold or who the best James Bond was, that girl would have gone out with me. Now you can with We Got This With Mark and Hal, the podcast from MaximumFun.org every Tuesday. Hey, Lois, it's Joey. The best James Bond was Daniel Craig and it's better to be too cold than too hot. Thanks, We Got This With Mark and Hal. Only on MaximumFun.org or wherever you get fine podcasts. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported. Vaccinate your children!